Hey, I'm Tanya Stokes, and I want to welcome you to the podcast. This is where beauty and barber professionals come seeking insights, inspiration, and strategies to strive in this ever-evolving world of beauty. Now, again, I'm Tanya, and in each episode, we'll give you a little something different. Our ultimate goal is to help you grow your business We'll give you tips and uh, actionable tried and true steps to help you on your journey. So whether you are a seasoned salon owner or you're just starting out your beauty career, this podcast is your go-to resource for elevating your salon to new heights. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about increasing your clientele during times when people are hesitant to spend money which is pretty much what we're going through right now. Now, increasing your clientele during somewhat of a downturn can be challenging, but it's not impossible. So here are a few strategies that I want you to consider. And I also want to point out to you that I'm going to make this a two-part series because I have eight steps that I want you to consider But I want to make sure you fully understand what I'm saying, and I want to make sure that I give you some pretty good nuggets. So instead of trying to give you all eight in one podcast, I felt like it would be better for you if I broke it up into two podcasts. So that's what we're going to do. Now, I want you to keep in mind that um, just being on top of trend, just being on trend, I cannot say that enough, be on trend. And we know that when we went to beauty school, I don't know much about barbers, but we know that when we went to beauty school, there were only four, we always say four, possible five haircuts in the world. So keeping those four haircuts top of mind, you know that you have got to stay on trend to always make sure that with those four basic haircuts, you are still serving up the latest hairstyle, okay? So now that we've gotten that out of the way, and we will revisit the four haircuts later on in this session, not this particular session, but we will revisit the four haircuts later on. So I want to take a look at target marketing. You know, I'm always talking to you about marketing and how you present yourself and what you look like, you know, out there on social media and exactly what people are saying about you. So I want you to focus on targeted marketing, focus on targeted marketing efforts to reach potential clients who may be more willing to spend on your services. You want to make sure you're using all of the social media platforms. And I know I say this over and over and over again, but you got to make sure you're using all of the social media platforms. The ones, I don't want you to burn yourself out though. Use the ones that you know, remember the ones that you know your ideal customer is using. And let me go ahead and say, do not sleep on TikTok. I know there's been a lot of talk out here about TikTok and how the U.S. is going to ban TikTok and things of that nature, but do not sleep on TikTok. You will be surprised at the people in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, hell, even 70s that are using TikTok. Um, I know you've probably gotten a, a link from a friend about 
granny dancing on TikTok. <laughs> People are on TikTok, okay? So don't sleep on TikTok. Um, you may not like, you know, you may not like using the platform, but when you talk to your customers, if your customers are saying anything about TikTok, some of those videos that you're putting on Facebook or Instagram, which is the same platform, some of those uh, videos that you're putting out there, you may want to consider taking those same videos and putting them on TikTok just to put yourself out there to a different audience. So use your social media platforms because they're what? Free. F-R-E-E. They are free. It doesn't cost you anything. You do not have to pay a dime to be on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Google My Business, Twitter. You don't have to pay any money for that. So why not utilize the platform and don't get so caught up in how many likes you got for a picture. I uploaded um, something for another business uh, like two weeks ago. To this day, I only have one like on that video to this day. But do you know how many views I got on that video? is up to 500. It's like 502 or something like that. So I may not have a lot of likes, but guess what? 502 people saw my ad and it was free. Didn't cost me anything. Now I could be upset. I can be in my feelings about the one like, because one thing about TikTok, TikTok shows you everybody that looked at your stuff. <laughs> so they'll have a heart by the people who liked it. And they'll have like this yellow eye to, sh to tell you that these people looked at it. And to be honest with you, I didn't even get one like. That one like came from me. So really nobody liked it. <laughs> nobody liked it. But I have 502 people who actually saw it. So that's exposure. And I'll take that because I would not be able to reach out to 502 people on a daily basis just by, you know, running into people at the store or, I don't know, going to people's houses. I don't know. So don't get in your feelings if you don't get a whole bunch of likes. I want you to appreciate the views as well, okay? So make sure you use all your social media platforms um, online. Um, and do email marketing. Just before I jumped online with you guys, I sent out an email marketing um, campaign to my customers just saying, Hey, you know, this is June 1st. All I said was, Hey, hello, June. And I talked about getting outside and enjoying the sun and having a nice, um, beverage and, you know, just taking care of yourself. It was a self-care, uh, it was a self-care email. I didn't say anything about hair. Didn't say anything about here. I ended the the little newsletter with looking forward to seeing you soon. And remember, I talked about setting yourself up on these systems that really make you look like a big deal. My system automatically stamps it with a hyperlink that says schedule now. You know, so if you if you forgot about Tanya, there's this big red button that says schedule now. And let me give you this tip. On my website, and you should have a website because I talked to you about the importance of having your own website and not depending on these social media apps. On my website, 
that schedule now button that's at the bottom of all of my newsletters is the same red button on my website. That's important. And we'll talk about that another day, but you can take the time to use email marketing to offer promotions or discounts. Um, if you have some type of referral incentive to entice, you know, your friends to introduce their friends to your salon or barbershop, you can do that as well. Um, I choose not to do that. Um, but I do encourage other people to do it, but I just, I just choose not to do it because I do have a pretty heavy client list and I am, I'm not going to say I'm booked and busy, but I stay pretty busy, but I, I always have room on my schedule, but I digress. So number one is targeted marketing. Okay. Number two, enhance your online presence, enhance your online presence. It is very important for people to know and see you to, to know about your business to when somebody says the name of your business. Again, remember I was at South Park Mall and I was talking to the young lady. We talked hair. I was in there for makeup. And when it came to exchanging cards, because I always give my business card, she was like, I've heard of this salon. You're in university, right? And she was right. I am in the university area. So you want to enhance your online presence. You want to invest in creating a strong online presence for your salon. Just create a professional website. I just told you about that. Want you to maintain an active social media account. That means I want you to engage. I want you to engage. If someone says, you know, it's different if someone hits the like button, but it's a whole nother animal if they say, this is pretty. You know, even if you just say, thank you, or um, if you ever need help with, uh, your hair, click the link in my bio, but you should say something, even if they just do like a bunch of emojis, you can come back with a heart emoji or thanks for watching my video. Okay. I love doing befores and afters. I think sometimes, sometimes I'll finish a hairstyle and I go, dang, I should have done it before, you know? Because a lot of my clients just want to keep it simple. A lot of them, especially the natural girls, they want to part down the middle and they want their hair bone straight flat, you know? So then I started like grabbing a quick video once I wet them down and you see how that hair reverted to um, kinky hair where it looked like a free flowing weave. <laughs> people say a weave. A lot of people say it, you know, so I want to show them the before and after. So people are just like, wow, is that the same head? Yes, that is the same head. Or if somebody came in with color damage or just, they weren't taking care of the hair. Sometimes it's good. Don't make it a big deal. You know, when you're at the bowl, always have your phone with you and you're at the bowl, you know, even when you're just prepping that hair, you're getting ready to shampoo that hair. You could set your phone up, um, like press it up against maybe a bottle of shampoo, hit the, put it on selfie mode and hit the, um, the video to start it and just videotape you just moving your hands throughout the hair. You're trying to separate that hair to prep it for the shampoo, right? So that's your before. 
then you don't have to do anything else until you are completely done. Sometimes I'll show like midway and then I'll show when I'm completely done, but do it very quickly. Don't make it a big deal. I know people say, take that cape off of that client. I'm one of those people. If you want a picture, if I go in and have my nails done and you want to take a picture of my hands before and after, I don't mind you doing that, but I don't want you to be like, Hey, can you go stand by that wall? Put your hand across your shoulder, hold your head down. I don't, I don't like when people do that to me, so I'm not going to do it to you. I just, I just take the picture real quick. You know, um, sometimes when I'm done with my clients, I'll be like, girl, I just did a whole movie of your hair. You, I can't wait to put it together and send you the link when I post it. My clients know I'm not going to show their face. You know, I'm not a makeup artist. There's no reason for me to show your face. I'm a hairstylist. There is a reason for me to show you the person's hair. You do not have to see the person's face. I know many people are out here saying, you want to see their face. Most of the people that are saying you got to show their face are men. I promise you. Most of the people are like, and you want to show them, you want to show your client's face. Those are men. You don't hear a lot of women saying that, you know, because some women come to the salon. Let's be honest. Some women come to the salon. They really aren't, you know, photo shoot ready. They're not. And they don't want you. And some of them don't trust that you're going to put the right filter on them. <laughs> so what I think is beautiful for you, you may think you may not think it's beautiful. And that happened to me one time. You know, I told the girl, I'll just put a filter on it. We'll be good. And then um, when I did it, you know, everyone's like, oh, my God, that picture, that was so nice. It was a video. And she was like, oh, gosh, why did you put so much makeup on me? And it actually wasn't a lot of makeup, but this person doesn't wear makeup at all. She doesn't wear makeup at all. All the comments under the video was like, oh, my God, her hair is pretty. And her family members were like, oh, she looks so pretty, you know, because those are her people. But because she doesn't wear makeup at all, she was just like, oh, my God, I had so much makeup. And I didn't make a big deal about it because I got so many views and so many likes for <laughs> that. I didn't want her to say, can you take it down? So I was like, I thought you looked nice. So just make sure you enhance your online presence and make sure you create a strong website and make sure you're active on social media and make sure you engage with your audience and make sure you share the before and after photos. Client testimonials are really good. I get more client testimonials on my um, Google My Business page. And when I was with Square, Square would always ask people for testimonials and you would go to Square and there's a whole bunch of testimonials. So I still have those. My current app does not ask for testimonials, but I still get testimonials um, when I post and I always give testimonials on Google My Business. And if you are new here, um, you, you probably don't know that I do most of my marketing on Google My Business. I do not do a lot of marketing on Instagram for hair and Facebook and stuff like that. I do most of my marketing on Google My Business and I get a ton of business. Like it's last month alone, I just looked at it because Google will send you your analytics. I got like 1.4 thousand eyes on my business profile and then 445, I don't want to pull it up because it's going to mess me up, but it was 400 and something um, interactions, which means, which means that somebody either clicked the link to um, 
take a look at my website or someone click the link to find out where I was, like to get my address or my telephone number, 400 and something people did that. That is great. That is great for a free site. I have nothing against Instagram, TikTok, and um, Facebook, but I know where my people are. And I know that my people are not Instagramming a hairstylist in Charlotte. My people are Googling a hairstylist in Charlotte. So I'm on Google. You should come join me. Number three, <laughs> collaboration and partnerships. You know, again, if we are looking at how to increase our clientele during a time where people are afraid to spend money, you may need to partner with someone, do some type of collaboration with a, a complimentary business to expand your reach. For example, if you partner with a local boutique or a spa, right? I'm in a salon suite. We have spas in the building. And I say to the girls all the time, there is no reason for you to have a slow day with 37 other salons in here. You should never have a slow day. Why? Because you can eat off of us. You can eat off of us. It's simple. And I don't know how many times I've said, can you please just create a flyer, you know, put on the flyer 10% off. 10% off is not a lot of money to lose to gain a brand new clientele. I know that my clients are very consistent and my clients are very loyal. To this day, my clients still go to the same hairstylist that I referred them to when they, they had a baby. They still go to the same hairstylist. Right now, those kids are going to like the ninth and 10th grade. It's funny. It makes me feel old. But they still go to the same hairstylist that I referred them to. And a lot of them are still going to the same braiders that I referred them to. When they're not wearing braids, they come back to me. And then some of them come to me to shampoo their braids every three weeks. I know that my clients are loyal. So when I tell some of the girls in my building, like, yo, Give me some coupons because clients like a one-stop shop. You know what I mean? And being in a salon suite where it's you and there's like 37 other businesses there and some of us offer different services, this is the best time for you to eat, sweetie. All you need to do is give us some discounted coupons. Giving us discounted coupons makes more sense for you to do coupons that's going to take 50% of your business. Losing 50% of your business to a company that's building, first they're asking you to discount your service. And after you've discounted your service, then they want 50% of the discounted service. That makes no sense when you are in a situation where you can go around to all, not just the, the people, you know, within a radius of where you are, but just, you can go around to all of the salons and say, Hey, you know, I'm a new esthetician in the area. I have these discounted coupons. If this isn't something that you offer in your business, would you please give your customers my coupon? It's instant business. So think about that to collaborate or form some type of partnership. The sky's the limit for you because the customers will keep coming. And lastly, loyalty programs. Implement a loyalty program to incentivize repeat visits and referrals. You want to offer a discount. You want to offer a free service. What's happening? What's hip? Everybody's talking about, for treatments, everybody's talking about Olaplex. A lot of people are talking about microlinks. You know, all this stuff. You can, you if, if, if this is something that you do, you could discount. Olaplex is about 
$40. That's in addition to what you already pay. So if you come in for a natural service at $75 plus $40 for the Olaplex, you know, you could do some loyalty programs, whether you do the punch card or whether you do it digitally, that on your third or fourth visit, you get 50% off of an Olaplex treatment. Somebody that you've probably said to like, hey, you, you could use an Olaplex treatment. You know, your hair is lifeless, blah, blah, blah. You should really consider it. If they don't have the money or they just don't want to spend that kind of money, they will love this loyalty program. Why? Because they see on the, um, the punch card or because they see on the digital card that after their third or fourth visit, they get a free Olaplex treatment or they get a free trim or you get discounted microlinks instead of paying, you know, $50 a link, it's $25 a link or something like that. But when you incentivize people to come, you know, to continue to come to you or to send you referrals, a lot of times the referrals don't even know that, yo, I'm trying to get this free Olaplex. <laughs> I'm trying to get this free this discounted microlinks. So I'm going to send four of my friends to her because I know if I send four, she's going to discount the price of my microlinks or she's going to discount the price of my sew-in. And here you, you, here you are, you have gained four brand new people that you can start this process all over again. Right. And all you had to do was discount this person's service. This person worked for you. And when I used to do weddings, that's exactly how I promoted the weddings. I would say, Hey, listen, if you get all of your girls, depending on the wedding size, the, 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 the size of the party, if you get all of your girls to get their hair and makeup done by us, your hair and your mother-in-law's, not your mother-in-law, your hair and your mother's hair is free. It's a no brainer, right? So now when she sends out her newsletters to all her people, what does she say? No, this is going to be the hairstylist of choice. She has a payment plan. I want all the girls to look the same. I want everybody to use her. And then you have some people like, I don't want to use that girl. I want my own, my own hairstylist. But they don't know that what you're doing is, yo, know, you're trying to get your hair and your mom's hair done for free. And this person just happens to be your hairstylist that you've been going to. You really love her and you trust her and you know she's going to make sure you guys look, you know, you guys are, you know, looking good. So why not? So you have to think like that and you have to think outside the box when you are trying to not, not only grow your clientele, increase your clientele, but when you are trying to um, maintain a clientele in this market. Okay, so I want you to remember, I'm going to go through them real quick. Number one is targeted marketing. Number two is enhance your online presence. Number three is collaborations and partnerships. And number four is create a loyalty program. I also want you to remember to build a strong clientele. It's going to take some time and it's going to take some effort. But as long as you are consistent, as long as you are consistent and you are providing quality service and maintaining good relationships with your existing clients, as well as the new clients and actively promoting your salon through various channels, you can do this. You can survive this recession. 
This recession that's here, and a lot of people don't even know it's here, it is here. It's right in your face. Listen, you know, because the parking lot isn't as full, or your book isn't as full. You may not want to accept it. I was talking with a young lady the other day, and I said, um, I was saying something like, I, I check my book my my book every day. I check my stats every day. I check my bank account every day. And she was like, why do you do it every day? I said, girl, I even get on a scale every day, every day. Because it's the one day that I don't do it that something's going to change. So I want you to do I want you to do that with me. I want you to be consistent. I want you to be consistent and do this stuff every day. You can pull out a content calendar where you can do something on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And you do something else on Tuesday and Thursday. Don't make a big deal about it. It's a big deal, but don't make a big deal about it to where it takes you from your family and friends. Hey, that's my time. I'm Tanya Stowe. This is a podcast that people use as a resource to grow their business. And I want you to share this with your hairstylist or your barber. Share it with a friend. Don't forget to take a look at my academy. It's called The Academy, the number four, the letter U.com. And I hope to see you soon. And uh, take a look at some of my products. You will be amazed at how affordable they are. I'm Tanya Stokes. We'll talk soon. Bye.